Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High presents Ghost Story. a steady cam shot, looking up at the mildly afraid face of one Penny White, from the point of view of the tray of tofu dogs currently gripped firmly in her trembling hands as she slides uncomfortably quickly down the, let's just call it what it is, people shoot, which constitutes the only entrance to the secret basement laboratory of Jeff and, more so lately, Zeke Lynn. Wheezy Penny uh, enter the lab via slide um, as gracefully as she would do anything else <laughs> with her limbs. Woo! Penny, you good? Yep. Thank you for the thank you for the pile of tofu dogs. I got dogs. Thank you for the dogs. Angela says as she stuffs them in her mouth. Mmm. Love that synthesized beef flavor. <laughs> yeah. We need to get sponsored, honestly. <laughs> This episode of Chill Heaven brought to you by Synthesized Beef Flavor. <laughs> when you want the flavor of New York Strip and slightly burning plastic, <laughs> the only choice is Synthesized Beef Flavor. Your mascot is a cow with, like, Kit from Knight Rider eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so based on what Wally and Kerrigan were saying, what do you think is the best option to get rid of these ghosts? It seemed like we had two pretty clear options laid out. Exorcism? Uh-huh. Which involves talking to someone who knows about exorcism. That's why flow was probably good for this stuff. Or absorbing the ghost's energy and that we decided that wasn't nice. Yeah, it sounds painful for the ghosts, and also it involves talking to the giant eyeball rock in space. Yeah, I, for speaking from personal experience, I would like to not ever do that again. Yeah, I second that. Let's not do that. I didn't even talk to it, and I third that. Okay, so we're all in agreement. Exorcism it is. Yeah. Um, so... Either of you guys go to church? Uh, no. Me neither. Dad said that science was our church. <laughs> Scientology? Yeah. No, just science. Okay, good. Wait, so Penny, you have been to church? I think like once. I don't know. Okay, well, do you want to take the lead in finding that one church you went to that one time? I guess. I, could, <laughs> I mean, I need to have a little chat with my dad anyway, but um, I guess I can ask him. I don't yeah, find think out. we would be on bad terms with a priest I only met a couple of times. We'll find out if it's like a church or if it's maybe like... A creepy sect of hooded figures who might try to put a mysterious third eye on a on a young girl. Zeke, I think I would know if I'd been to a place like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> we see Penny not laughing and just staring at both of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess that seems like a good place to start. Yeah. Does anyone own a phone book? We can just look up churches. Start calling some churches. I mean, like... We have the internet. Yeah. What year is this? Even I know that, Zeke. All right. Okay. Hop online. Type into the Google bar. Chill hate churches near me. Okay. Angela turns around and grabs her uh, backpack 
and whips her laptop out, throws it on the table, opens it up, and starts furiously typing away. Please don't. Please don't do that. No, not <laughs> at all. Do not touch the table. How do I type then? I will put a sound in later. <laughs> what do you think happens? <laughs> I don't know. I, thought it, I was seeing the folly for this. Acting! Acting! <laughs> um, Go method. <laughs> yeah. Churches near me? Question mark? Question uh, mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me what I find. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angela, you uh, you type in. Um, <clears throat> we we cut to to your laptop screen. Open to. Um, do we have a Google? Uh, open to Grungle Maps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we see Angela painstakingly, one finger at a time, type "churches near me?" question uh, mark into the search bar, only to be promptly answered with a confident yes. As <laughs> Elaborate. A handful of pins uh, emerge on the map of Chillhaven before you, listing out several churches nearby. Would you like me to name them all? Yes. Okay. Uh, of course, you've got Chillhaven Baptist Third. Ooh. Um, Congregation of the Saver. Oh, hold on. Let me write. I hate that. Ted's Christ Barn. That one sounds the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Penny, which one of these did you go to? I don't know. I don't think ours had as, like, um, strange of a name. But hold on. Let me call my dad really quick because I'm also just going to see what he has to say about where he is. And uh, we see Penny take a large bite out of a um, tofu dog, pull out her phone, and dial Bart's number. It is night. The time during which Penny, uh, Bart, traditionally works his zoo security job. Uh, but you know that uh, from prior experience that Bart doesn't have a lot to do with that job and typically is down to answer your phone call while he gazes lovingly at the red pandas in their enclosure. So, Penny, you uh, you pull out your phone and you call your father, Bart White. It rings a couple of times before being answered. Hello? Penny, on the other end, you get no response, but you do hear the loud, boisterous sounds of conversation and glasses clinking. Hello? Dad! As you continue to yell on the phone, you hear the voice of Bart White from a distance talking excitedly to someone, uh, and you realize, Penny, that uh, Bart has pocket-answered your phone call and does not realize that you are on the line. We see Penny furiously hang up the phone, redial it immediately, and call him again to see if he answers this time. Uh, Penny, this time it rings once and then goes straight to voicemail. Uh, hello. You have reached the telephone of Fart White. Oh, wait. Goddamn. Hi, Dad. I know you're not at work. I don't know where you are, but you should know by now that it is not safe to not tell your family where you are. You don't even know where I am. So what does that say about you? Call me back. This was Penny, by the way, and hangs up. <laughs> and we just, she's just like heavy breathing and her shoulders are going up and down. Penny? What? You, you okay? Yeah, you okay? Yes. I don't like being lied to. What did your dad say? He did it. 
But he pocket answered, and I could hear glasses clinking, so I know he's not at work. He's at some kind of, like, nice dinner or bar or something, and he never goes out to a nice place. Yeah, I would know. They don't allow glasses at the zoo ever since the monkeys got a hold of all those pint glasses from the beer tour. Exactly. So he's definitely not at the zoo. I'm sorry, Penny. Yeah, I don't even know where to check. Okay, well, listen, I have to reach out to one of these churches. So out of the list that I have in front of me, I'm thinking Ted's Christ Barn sounds like the best one to reach out to. (laughs) They They, seem the most affable. They do. They have three out of five stars. What if we drove to my dad's work place, the zoo, and asked them where he's been? Really fixated on this, huh? Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't have anything going on. Okay. Wait, but the church the church thing, though? Oh, yeah, the church thing. Hold on, let me send a quick email. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to the outside of the Chill Haven Municipal <laughs> Skate Park and Animal Zoo. Nailed it. Where the only lights that we see are the dimly lit street lights. Are we going to find Bart here tonight? <laughs> We cut to Penny's face and she goes, no. (laughs) Okay, let's just look around and see if we see anybody. Anybody. I don't care. They've got to know Bart. Bart! (laughs) Angela just starts yelling. Well, not really what it meant. I mean, why do we have to be secretive about it? If he says where he, if he says he is where he is. Then what's the issue? You're going to wake up the snow leopards. That's the issue. They just had a baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. I I totally forgot about that. Bart! You hear, Angela, as soon as you uh, whisper that last Bart carefully, from directly over your shoulder, you hear a ghostly voice say, Oh, hey there, guys. Hello, Grud. Ah! Hey, Grud. Hey, Grud. Wait, Grud's here? Yeah, Grud works here. Okay. The only one. Grud's here. Also, careful about all the screaming. You're going to wake up the snow leopard. I know. Zeke just reminded me. They just had a baby. I know. I'm sorry. It's hard enough to get sleep when you've got a little one, you know? I know. That's true. Grud, we are here on very important business. Okay. Well, I hope it's not zoo business because zoo is closed at nighttime. Not really. Um, Which I I always say about a third of the animals are nocturnal. So wouldn't you want to allow people in to observe them in their, you know, their most active hours? But... They always say, like, Grud, just shut up and uh, haunt the zoo. You know, that, that <laughs> is a very good point, actually. Wait, the animals say that? No, the zoo uh, officials, my bosses. Oh, okay. Is Wait, anyone they else? know that you're here? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm working my shift. They've d- And they've told you to just shut up and haunt the zoo? Well, not in so many words, but they say, uh, Grud, stop asking us questions. Don't you have work to do? Are they paying you? Zeke, we are, that's not what we're here for. It just seems like a labor dispute. Talk about it like, later. Un, you can't, you gotta, even if they're undead, you still gotta pay them. Well, I don't need anywhere to live or eat. Um, and money just slips right through my ghostly hands unless I got a fresh case of vectoplasm from Penny over here. Thanks so much, Penny. Okay, well that is super fucked up and I'm sorry about that for you. But my dad is lying to me, telling me that he has been at work this whole time, and I know that he is not, and he will not answer his phone. So I was trying to figure out if anyone here could tell me if he said anything while he was here to allude that he would not be working here, and why. Grud, let me ask you this. If you lost your beloved zoo job and you were incredibly depressed, what's the nearest bar that you would stumble into to drink away your troubles? Yeah, to clink glasses and to pocket answer your daughter's phone call and not respond. Well, I don't have a daughter. (laughs) 
And these days when I try to drink my delicious IPAs, it just pours straight through me. But uh, in terms of clinking glasses, the closest bar is probably Sportso Baseballs right around the corner. <laughs> How did I not know? Oh, God, Sportso Baseballs. I hate those things. We've got like four of them in town. Oh, man, it's going to be bright in this place, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's going to be shit all over the walls. Yeah, memorabilia. Americana. Ugh. And working in the zoo with a monkey enclosure, I'm used to shit all over the walls. <laughs> hey! That's just a good a little, one, Grad. Yeah. That's a little zoo joke. Hey, shit goes right through you now, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Still hurts my feelings, though, when they throw it at me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Grud, for your help. We will talk to your higher-ups about you getting paid for this position, because that is not okay. Okay. Yeah, they can just do direct deposit. Like, you shouldn't have to worry about physically handling your money. <laughs> well, the bank shut down all my accounts and credit cards when I was pronounced dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> that makes we'll, start, we'll start you a new one with your un... Does your social security un- number still work? Date. No, I am legally dead. So no, uh, They can't just, like, re- renew, renew it. Okay, this is a later problem. <laughs> Sorry about you not getting paid, but we'll address this out later time. Thank you for your time, and we will see you later. Gotta go yell at my dad. Bye. Okay, good luck with Bye. that. Bye. I'm gonna go haunt some cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, spook them good for me. He gives you a thumbs up as he uh, floats away. Okay, let's go to this baseball place. Mm. All right. Are we all confronting your dad? I mean, you don't have to go in. Okay. I don't have much to confront him about. Yeah, personal. I would say me either, but I'll drive you there. Okay. We smash cut to the exterior of Sports O Baseballs, Chillhaven's premier local sports bar franchise. Out front, you see a brightly colored blue awning surrounding the building with a snazzy yellow stripe, uh, above which is a brightly lit neo neo neon sign, uh, which reads, as one might expect, sports. Oh, baseballs. Underneath which is a cartoon baseball bat with a huge grinning face, smacking into a cartoon baseball with a terrified frown. <laughs> Inside, you see that the place is jumping and jiving. It is absolutely packed. Even through the floor-to-ceiling exterior windows, you can see the hundreds of television sets inside, portraying every kind of sport you could want to imagine, some of which are even baseball. What the... What, half these sports aren't even in season right now. Are they just playing reruns? We see Penny scanning the room, looking for her dad. <laughs> just... Face yeah. to the glass. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We cut inside Sports O Baseballs, and as the atmosphere of Rowdy Sports Bar uh, sound around us turns up, we look back out through the windows to see three glowering teen weirdos, uh, their faces squished against the glass. <laughs> Do you see him? Do you see your dad? I don't see your dad. Mm. I don't see a blue person. Yeah, it should be easy to pick him out. Oh, wait, I see. Nope, nope. That's mm. just a metal Papa Smurf they got hanging on the wall. What? Oh, I see that. Ugh. Terrible. Hacky. Terrible. Hmm. I'm just going to go inside. Okay. Um, I support you, and I love you, and you are on your own. Zeke <laughs> <laughs> <So he> just <laughs> furrows his brow and looks at Angela for a second and then says, I will go in the sports bar with you. It's fu- It's a sports bar. <laughs> it's scary in there. I'll go in the sports bar with you, Penny. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I decided in the two seconds that you all were talking that I am going to go into the sports bar. <laughs> Zeke and Penny, like Zeke has his hand on the door. Okay, we were fine either way. It's just the sports bar. I don't want to be left out, but I do need to get rid of these antlers. 
So I'm going to try a little magic. You're going to try Right now? Right now mm. to, get, to get into the sports bar. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you all know this, but we're not allowed to be weird in this town anymore. I got to be safe. So we all know by now that Angela's pretty good at using her vine powers. So she's going to use vine powers to twist and manipulate her physical appearance to appear more quote-unquote normie, to not scare all the dudes in the sports bar. What, uh, what does Angela have in mind? What is she trying to look like? Well, I think that I could probably, like, Angela could probably keep her green skin because, hey, Bart's got blue skin, right? So sure that's is. fine. I feel like... <laughs> But the antlers have got to go. So I think maybe what she's going to try to do is to manipulate her antlers to like kind of wilt down and turn into like really big ponytails Mm -hmm. so that, yeah, so that that just can kind of morph into more of a hairstyle. And um, I think that's just the main thing that she's trying to get rid of because... Skin and stuff like that, like like in Chill Haven, it's kind of normal to have like a little bit of weirdness. But she's trying to like just get the antlers down because that's like a dead giveaway, you know. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, roll to use magic. Oh. oh my god! What did you you snatch those dice up the second they hit the table? <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a two. Uh oh. oh no. <laughs> We see Angela close her eyes and attempt to center herself and concentrate, just like she does when she uses her vine-growing powers that we've seen so many times before. Except this time, instead of sending out a viney finger or extending a viney arm, she's trying to curve her antlers down into long, beautiful ponytails, uh, indistinguishable to the man on the street from regular hair that a human might have. Uh, Except, Angela, as soon as you start concentrating on your antlers and attempting to uh, control the the direction and shape of their growth, um, we cut to a wide shot over the shoulder of Penny and Zeke, and we see Angela's antlers instead begin to grow and expand and branch out atop her head until uh, moments later she is left with essentially two saplings towering off of her head. All right, well, um, yeah, y'all are on your own because I can't even fit through the door anymore. Wow. Or fit in my car. What? Yeah, what, um... They're really pretty. What was what was the what was the game plan there? Why uh, how were how were two trees on your head gonna help? I don't think what happened was what Angela wanted to happen, Zeke. Oh, Angela rolls her eyes. I just didn't do a good job. Okay, well y'all have fun. I'll be out here just scrolling on my phone. We'll fix. We'll work on this. We'll work if on. If you need to hide, just sit down. I guess that's what I am. Blend in with the trees. Just go. Angela goes over and sits down next to the bushes, so it kind of just looks like an <laughs> extension of the bushes. Yeah, you you look great. Blending right in. We'll be we'll be we'll be out we'll so go quickly. Find Bart. Angela makes a pouty face and stomps her feet. I'll bring you some fries. Okay. I think they have waffle fries. Ooh, yes. Extra ranch, please. Okay, give a holler if you need anything. Same. I don't know how much help I'll be, but bye. Zeke, you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. And we see Penny open the door to Sportso Baseballs.
Yeah, you open the door and uh, it, it release the cacophonous sound of rowdy sports bar atmosphere out into the street. <laughs> the large Just metallic like, red. <laughs> like <laughs> a wave. <laughs> yeah, we see Zeke's cheeks fluttering. <laughs> As the sound of uh, rowdy sports enjoyment penetrates your pores. Yeah, you see uh, a, a large warehouse-like bar atmosphere with a metal wraparound bar. TVs everywhere. There's not a flat surface anywhere that doesn't have a sports blasting TV on it. When you look down at the ground in the walkway of the bathroom, do you even see little TVs in the ground looking up at you? <laughs> just in that. case you were looking at your feet for one second and might miss a second of sports action. Uh, the bars are full. The tables are mostly full, and uh, you are greeted with a uh, host counter. Uh, behind which is a bored-looking teen in a Sporto Baseball's crop top. Um, hi. I am just looking for my dad. He is blue. Have you seen anyone that fits that description? Uh, oh, yeah, the blue guy? Yeah, that would be him. I'm are you, um, are you here to give him a ride? Yeah. Is he, is he, like, well, they little? Well, they've just been here for quite a while. Wow. Good to know. Is they? Um, who's with the blue man? My dad? Uh, I don't know. His his friends? His group? I don't take names when, uh, well, I take usually a name for reservation, but I don't take, like, everybody's name. He's with the other guy. Okay. Uh, the ponytail guy. They're, um, they're all ponytail the way. Ponytail guy? Yeah, Wait a uh, minute. So the blue guy's normal to you, but ponytail <laughs> guy, that raises an eyebrow? Well, no, I, I know, I think I know them both, but I wasn't expecting ponytail guy to be here. Is that his name? <laughs> You see, write that down. <laughs> All right, next time I'll know his name is Ponytail Guy. <laughs> Thank you so much for your help. I'm just going to go sit with my dad, okay? Okay, great. Uh, have, a, have a great rest of your shift. Let's go, Zeke. Here's a little something for you. Zeke sticks a Pokemon trading card in the tip jar. Oh, ditto, thanks. <laughs> Damn, another ditto. <laughs> and we follow Penny and Zeke as they make their way to Bart. Yeah, y'all push through this crowded bar getting sloshed with beer and spittle from all directions as you go. It's so rowdy. It's sports o baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Something happens on one of the screams that elicits a rowdy cheer from about half of the bar and angry glass thumping from the other half of the bar. As y'all make your way into the back corner of sports o baseballs, a corner with um, relative to the rest of the corners of sports o baseballs, probably the least amount of TVs uh, which is to say, you know, about 75% of available surfaces are, are covered with flat screen televisions here, as opposed to 147%. And you see in this back corner at a round table, covered in empty glasses and beer bottles, a blue man and a ponytailed man in a lab coat, loudly conversing and laughing. Yell at them both at the same time on three. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We see Penny march up to the table, stand between the two of them and say, Wow, Dad, fancy meeting you here. Oh, oh, Penny, hey, um. You must have gotten off of work, um, early, late combo of the two. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, definitely. I got off work uh, early. Yeah, like a maybe a couple day weeks. How long? How long ago did you get off of work? Jeff, uh, we hear Jeff loudly say, uh, "Zeke, hi, Dad. What are you doing here? 
I'm mad at you too, just so you know. Yeah, Zeke, <laughs> Zeke looks at Penny and then crosses his arms. Yeah, we're very upset with you. I didn't even know they let teenagers into this bar. Yeah, because you don't know where your kids are. That is a note that I will touch on later. I mean, I thought you'd be at home. You thought we, wrong. We, we were at, at home. Okay. Dad, what are you doing? Oh, just, um, just blowing off a little steam with my friend Jeff here. Is that illegal all of a sudden? I don't know what's legal and not legal. I'm a kid. But I know you're supposed to be at work and that you haven't been telling me where you've been going. And now you're wasted at a bar. How are you even getting home tonight? Because both of you are not okay. Jeff says, uh, oh, it's fine. Sophia can take us. Okay, that's fair. But answer the first part. No, that is not fair. (laughs) Sophia cannot drive. (laughs) It would be better to have both of them behind the wheel. <sighs> Listen, Penny. Sorry, I didn't want to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Just, just so embarrassing. What is? Just lost another freaking job. Well, what happened? As soon as that stupid ghost came back, they didn't. I mean, he just floats around and works for free, so it doesn't make any sense to pay the replacement guy when. There's a free ghost floating all around. And I don't know. Plus, well, this is kind of a uh, grim anniversary for me and Jeff, so we always get together and have a few drinks today, don't we, buddy? Huh? Jeff says, uh, oh, 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 it's, uh, no, it's just, um, no, just commiserating. Commiserating what? Well, I don't really have a job either. So that's that's been loosely true on and off for the last ten years, and you've never you've never gone to the sports sportso baseballs and and done whatever it is you two are doing right now. Well, we go to sportso baseballs once a year, but wait, okay, you know why? For the last ten years, at least I was a Bigfoot expert. Now I'm not even that. I've 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 been making my I've been you know making my pipe vid videos. About Sasquatch as an expert, everything I said was wrong. Yeah, but Dad, they're also all gone now, so no one can check you. And now you probably know more about them than anyone ever. Yep. Not that you should start making videos about that because they are allowed to have some privacy, but. Also, it, I, I feel like it wouldn't be great for your career if you said, hey guys, never mind everything I said, Bigfoots are aliens, actually. Yeah, don't do that, but you do know a lot about them. Thanks, guys. Okay, but what is the anniversary? Yeah, what? Why do you come here once a year for the last? Both of you are doing a bad job. I've never known about it. (sighs) Jeff and Bart exchange a uh, sloppy glance with each other, (laughs) and Jeff says, um, "Well, you know, uh, I mean, you guys were just kids, but well, I guess we never really talked about it. But uh, I mean." You know, you're old enough now. It should be, I guess, you kind of figured it out, you know. <laughs> we cut to Zeke's face. <laughs> <laughs> Which is giving an expression of, no, I have not figured this out even a little bit. Dad, what are you talking about? Spit it out. Well, you know, y'all didn't, you all didn't think it was weird that, you know, b- both of your moms disappeared at the same time. Penny and Zeke exchanged glances. And Bart drunkenly exclaims, What? Our friggin' wives ran away. (laughs) Our friggin' wives ran away together. Wait. What? Now we're just two single dudes with no jobs, no wives. Hold on. Wait a minute. Single dude with no No. wife. No. Wait. Uh, Dad. You thought we figured this out? You told me 
that mom couldn't handle the pressures of being in the public eye as the wife of the world's foremost cryptozoologist, and she had to leave. And you just told me nothing the way you handle everything in our household, which is not by communicating anything, and that is why I'm mad at you today. Now you did lie to me, and now I am mad at you. Zeke, you were seven years old. So? Hey, I'm sorry. I don't, uh, I don't mean to be communicative. You know what we were learning when we were seven years old? Like, multiplication and stuff. And you know what would have been a lot easier to digest? Where the f- hell my mom went? Yeah, well, you know what? One times one equals one, Penny. <laughs> okay, and? Um, yeah, and at seven years old, I was apparently old enough to dig through a mutilated Bigfoot corpse, but not old enough to know where my mom went. Well, I don't know where she went. Oh. What about mine? I don't know where your mom went either, Penny. Oh. Presumably they went to the same place. Well, I, I they could have, I don't know. Yeah, I, we, uh, kids, we haven't heard from them since they left. Are we related? I'm confused. I mean, no, <laughs> but. There's a lot going on. Maybe now we might be, I might be your stepbrother. Damn it. Hey. No, not, that wasn't at you. I'd be happy to be your stepbrother. We can't do this right now. Okay, what are we doing right now? I don't know. Can we just go home? Uh, yeah, I didn't. We got to take them home anyway. <sighs> I feel like we should hug, but I don't want to. Let's you and me hug. We don't have to hug them. We're both mad at them right okay, now. One, two, three. Hug. Like, um, we see uh, as Zeke and Petty hug, Jeff and Bart hug each other. And no, you will start don't get sobbing it. in each other's arms. No, quit it. You two don't get the hug. <laughs> I don't even like baseball. <laughs> Okay, no. let's let's get you two home and in bed, and we'll yell at you more in the morning when you're more coherent. Angela's going to be so upset she has to drive home two drunken dads. We cut to Angela. <laughs> we cut to an exterior shot uh, outside Sportso Baseballs of Angela's 2020 Black Range Rover. Uh, the driver's side door already open uh, as we see Angela staring contemplatively inside the car with two towering saplings weighing down her green little head. So Angela looks at the car, touches her antlers, and makes a very confused face. She's going to stick her head in the car, the driver's side of the car first, like, with her head tilted in, and then she's going to try to, like, get her antlers and, like, make a J shape almost, like, with her head to get her antlers, like, out of the sunroof. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. Uh, roll to act under pressure. I have to roll for this? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's a nine plus. What's pressure? Cool. I got a ten. That's a Which complete success. Wonderful. So I did it! Yeah, Angela, you are able to find the angle and you do have to bend significantly uh, these, now again, small trees to get them up to the sunroof. And you actually don't have room to get them through and you feel several of the smaller branches break off of your antlers. Whoops, I hope that wasn't important. But it doesn't hurt. You don't actually, I mean, you feel it in the sense of like you feel the sensation of breaking, but it doesn't cause any pain or discomfort to you. Okay, good. You feel a few of these branches snap and uh, you see a few leaves drift down past your face, uh, but you are able to then slide yourself uh, gracefully into the front seat of your Range Rover. Like an elegant woman sliding into a supercar. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Angela, as soon as you do this, we see uh, through the windshield of the car, 
Penny and Zeke emerge from Sportso Baseballs, helping along two very drunk fathers. Angela is waving her hand at them and then has a confused look on her face as she puts her hand down slowly. Jeff lets go of Zeke's shoulder to wave back at you uh, and promptly falls sideways over onto the parking lot. <laughs> Dad! Okay, there she is. It's the one with, it's the car with the antlers sticking out the sunroof. Whoa! <laughs> Angela, your antlers got so big! Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Um, so I'm assuming that you two are drunk and I'm driving you home. Yeah. I hope you're not driving under any overpasses. <laughs> Why don't you two just get in the back seat? Yeah, that's the last comment from you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And we, uh, we cut to a wide, low shot from the street uh, as we watch the Range Rover drive off into the night before its brake lights pop on and it screeches to a stop as somebody barfs out of the rear window. Don't get it on my seats! <laughs> we cut to the following morning, bright and squirrely. The sun is just coming up on the horizon over the verdant rolling fields that surround Ted's Christ Barn, a literal red barn on the outskirts of Chillhaven, not too far from January Dairy. We see a red barn, white trim, uh, and a large hand-painted plywood sign onto which has been spray-painted Ted's Christ B-O crossed out (laughs) A-R-N. This looked like a trap. I don't think I like barns after what happened before. Why do we got to come to the churches so early? That's when they're open. I know, why? It's their whole thing. Mm. They like to worship when the sun is out, right? That's how I know church is not for me. Let's wake up early on the weekend. No thank you. Okay, I guess we just casually walk in there and explain that we need an exorcism done at our local high school. Yep. Okay. Do we knock? Do we just do we just go in? Do we I knock, knock on the on, church? I don't think so. I think that it's like an open door policy, like anyone's welcome here kind of thing. That's what they say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's just open the door. After you. Uh, Angela takes a step forward and hesitates a little bit, but then continues on to the front door. And then Angela grabs the. Um, two handles of the big wooden doors in front of her and pulls them open. So y'all push open the uh, barn doors to reveal a darkened barn. Uh, You see light peeking through some of the cracks on the exterior walls and dust hangs in the air. In the darkness, you see that the barn is seemingly full of standing, motionless figures. Ew. But you can't make out their features. It's too dark. Why did I pick this place? Um, Zeke, keep the door propped open. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And Zeke slides his sound cannon out of uh, the side of his jacket and just gets it at the ready. I don't like the vibe in here. I know. Um, I'm just going to pretend like they're under renovation, and it's totally fine. Under, renova- under renovation, and that's why there's a bunch of folks just standing around perfectly mm-hmm. still, motionless? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hello? Anybody here? There's no response. Ted! Uh, Mr. Ted? Jesus? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good, Penny. 
<laughs> I went to church once. <laughs> and that's when you hear, from the back end of the barn, the low, rumbling engine of something mechanical, whirring to life. Um, Are those robots? Um, no, that's a that's the engine. Mm. Can we turn on the? Are there is there lights we can turn on in here? Angel's gonna turn around and look at the closest wall and see if there's a light switch. As you do that, Angela, from the opposite end of the barn, the room is suddenly flooded with light, streaming in from behind a now open door, which reveals to you the silhouette of a humongous aproned figure wielding a revving chainsaw in front of him. Hello? Excuse me, person with the chainsaw. Please do not approach us quickly with the chainsaw still revving or I will blast you with my sound cannon. Zeke, as you say that, this figure takes two steps forward towards you, still holding the chainsaw. You see his face now, obscured with a welding mask. All right, blast him. No, I said quickly. (laughs) He took two steps and stopped. He's freaking me out. Are you Ted? At that, Penny, um, you see this figure stop, flip a switch on their chainsaw, which goes quiet, uh, and slowly reach to lift up his welding mask, revealing a genial bearded face of Ted. Ted of Ted's Christ Barn, who studies you all for a moment before saying, um, uh, we're not open yet. Um, hi, I'm Penny. We just had a few pretty important questions, but... If you're, if you're not open yet, who are all these people? Uh, and you look around now, uh, now in this now illuminated space, to see the motionless people who surround you, who are all, in fact, life-size crucifixes crudely hewn out of wood oh fuck this shit uh, the sale doesn't start until tomorrow uh, we're not, we're not here for a sale you don't want to buy a christ <laughs> mm, no. how much no we've got we, no we penny have enough, you don't want it we have enough christs thank you well, why'd you come to my christ barn well we were trying to tell you that um uh, we thought this was a church yeah is this not a it's a church supply company Oh. Okay. So well, you're not a priest. Nope. Preacher. Uh, w- Chainsaw sculptor. Oh. <laughs> Ar- arguably better. Yeah. <laughs> the um, world. Um. Well, so- sorry we bothered you. I guess. See if he knows any priests. I'm not even what? Christian, but oh. if you're sculpting big crucifixes out of chainsaws, churches are your main customer. Yeah, that's. So were you? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so. You were making the crucifixes already, and then you, like, stumbled onto the Christian market? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta make money, I guess. But you're not a Christian. Not me, no. So why- Don't have any problem with them. So why were you- I'm gonna move on. It's called um, art. <laughs> Do you know of any nice priests, helpful ones, who, like, uh, exorcism? We're <laughs> <laughs> leading with that. Do I know any nice priests who like exorcisms? Yep. That's well, what we've decided. That's the they question they have, ask. They don't have to like them, but if they know how to do them. Well, obviously, as you can imagine, I do business with a lot of priests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Selling them big crucifixes for their churches. Right. Yeah. You did say that. Catholic guys, though, they're less into the rustic hand-hewn look 
of my work, they like it gilded and painted with gold, you know. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do that so much anymore. I like them natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's the grain of the wood that speaks to me, really. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. It's natural, fibrous shapes. But the exorcisms part? Yeah. That's why all of my Christs look different, because each one represents the character that existed inside the wood. Hey, you got a couple of trees growing out of the top of your head. Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) What? No. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Angela, there... Wait, what? Wait, come on. There's no plausible deniability he, here. Look he, at him. He's going to chop them off and make some crosses out of them. You come back and see me in about 50 years, I can make a couple of pretty dope Christs out of those things. You know, thank uh, you so much. Yeah. Um. So no one the priest doing exorcisms? Oh, well, I don't usually talk to him about their business. Normally when I'm there, I'm talking about my business, which is carving crucifixes We got lot. that. Thank <laughs> With you. With Okay. Well, this has been riveting. If you have no information. But as far as I know, uh-huh. it's only the Catholic fellows that do the exorcisms. That makes sense. Uh, I don't believe there's any... Catholic churches in Chilhaven, you know, this from its founding, this has been a more of a Protestant community. But uh, there's a diocese over in Ordinary Falls. Uh, what's a diocese? It's a Catholic. It's like a big special Catholic church. It's where the it's where the the the, the people above priests live. Above them? Yeah, you know, you got like priest, and then you got like Hilarious. slightly more yeah. important priest, and you have a series Bishops. of. Oh, sure. And then you have a series of continually more important priests, and then you got the most important priests, the Pope. This is a very boring conversation. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so go there? I mean, if you're looking for a priest, that's the only one I can think of. I mean, I don't know who their priest is or anything, but I sold a crucifix to them a couple of decades ago. Okay, well... That when you were still painting them gold? Yeah, I would still paint them gold back then. You know, I was just getting into the industry, and I didn't really have as much integrity as Angela's an gonna, like, elbow Zeke and be like, stop asking him questions. What? It's interesting. Then you come back and talk to him about it tomorrow. You know, when hey, you're first I'm starting out, to. what's important is, you know, just building that client Oh, my base. God, my phone is ringing. <laughs> um, so, we, Dad, thank you so much. Uh, my doctor is calling about my baby, so I you should ask him about those trees growing out of your head. <laughs> You've been incredibly helpful. Yeah, thank you so much, Ted. Hey, listen, are you open? To, you said the sale starts tomorrow? Oh yeah, sale starts tomorrow at 10 a.m. sharp. Okay, so you're 50% be, off. <laughs> so you're going to be pretty busy tomorrow then. Are you free the next day? Because I would really genuinely love to hear more about how you sculpt crucifixes out of wood and chainsaws. Yeah, well, come on after hours sometime. You know, the shop is only open from 10 to 4 on weekdays. After that, I'm out back practicing my art. Heard, heard. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% going to do this. We're not coming. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own, bud. And hey, if you need anybody to take care of those big trees growing out of your head, just come give old Ted a what's up. Th- th- thanks, Ted. Okay, you have a Christ-like day. Um, thank you. Goodbye. Angela runs out what? the door. <laughs> Peace be with you. Not a, Again, not a priest or a church. <laughs> Just a secular crucifix sculptor. All right, and uh, war be with you. What? Okay, I'm closing the doors behind us now. (laughs) Goodbye, Ted. All right, goodbye. Remember about the sale tomorrow. (laughs) Ah.
Well, what a nice guy. I'm sure. Uh, he is going to cut me up into little pieces one day, but... What? Guess... No, he's just going to trim your antlers for you. Sure, 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 sure. Um, looks like we're taking a road trip? I guess so. I have literally never left this town. Uh, where is Ordinary Falls? Mm, good thing we have a GPS. Which stands for... Grundle. <laughs> <laughs> Something, something. <laughs> Grundle placement disorder. GPD? GPD. Oh. GP. Put my Grundle everywhere. <laughs> disorder. We got Grundle mags. Grundle disorder. Yeah. Grundle. Not Grundle. Grundle is a part of your body. I know, that's why I laugh. Grungle maps, baby. <gasps> Blasting off to Ordinary Falls. So wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Ordinary Falls. She, they just tried to continue a sentence. <laughs> started two full minutes ago. <laughs> Everybody in the car. And away we go. You can make art with a chainsaw. Perhaps I'll ask Jeff to fix a chainsaw to one of my many tendrils. I really need a hobby. I'm sure nothing, nothing at all, could go wrong with that. Just like nothing at all is going to go wrong while I read these credits. Angela Atticus Jr. is performed by Megan Stressman. Penny White is performed by Bess Lawson. Zeke Lynn is performed by James Chedlar. James is also the composer for all of Chillhaven's original music. Every other character, living or otherwise, is performed by Philip Stressman, who is also the game master and producer of Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High. Additional sound effects, provided by Zapsplat.com. Monster of the Week tabletop game, created by Michael Sands. That's it for this time. Now stand back. I'm revving up. 